Hey, we had some history made, some Canadian history made last week as the Métis Nation of Alberta approved a new constitution. It was, in fact, the largest ever ratification by an Indigenous group in our country's history. And uh, it took a while to get there. So let's get some details on, on what it's about, how we got there, and, and where we go from here. We're going to chat with Audrey Poitras, who is president of the Métis Nation of Alberta. Audrey, thanks so much for being here. I appreciate your time today. Thank you very much, Shade. Glad to be here. So, yeah, a historic day, but it took a long time to get to that day, right? I mean, this has been a journey that's been years in the making, hasn't it? That's right. It's been a long time. When you look back at our historical records, and for someone like me that's been around attending assemblies for many, many years, our people have talked about it all the time, that this was the this was the result. To get to our own constitution, to have that recognition as a Métis government, we are. Um, it's It's been a long time, and I give so much credit to those uh, past leaders and ancestors who stood strong on what they believed in for our nation overwhelming response right i mean this was just uh, yeah. overwhelming response on voting day yes it was it was very um a very overwhelming response and uh I think we've got a very clear mandate that mm. our people want us to continue on the path that had been set out for us a long time ago so when we talk about this i mean like you say the path has been walked for many 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 years um there was an agreement reached in 2019 right what did that say what was that agreement and how did it fit into what happened last week Oh, it fits in very, very much uh, as an example. Um, what we signed back in 2019 was the first recognition by the government of Canada after, after lots of negotiations, lots of court cases, all of those kinds of things, the recognition of Métis people as one of the Indigenous people that have the same rights in this country as all other Indigenous people. And that helped us move forward on our path of, of finally getting to a point where we could get some resources to actually have um, body put together to do all the work that was required to get to this constitution. Tell us about the constitution in terms of what it says, what it lays out, what the focus of it is. Well, the focus of, mainly of the Constitution is to remove us from under the Alberta Societies Act, where any volunteer organization can become a part of that. We've always known, our past leaders knew that we didn't belong there. There was a reason why they needed a vehicle to be able to work with the Alberta government and the federal government at the time, uh, and that's where, it, we, where we ended up. But that was the vehicle to continue moving us forward in doing what we needed to do to get to where we, where we are today. Uh, so it will move us out of the Societies Act. We've structured a new model of governance, a Métis government, and that's what the Constitution does, is put us into our own um, government model, which now we have a lot of work to do to provide all the, the laws that fall out of that Constitution, which we will be doing. We have a transition committee that's been put into place that will start that immediately. We have a laws group that will make sure all the laws are there. The transition committee will meet with our current regions and locals the way they're structured today to make sure that everything they've done up to this point continues to be able to move over into our new government model. Yes, yeah, so Audrey, there's a lot of work to do, but it's, it's, you know, it's good. You're right. I mean, it's a huge job. It's a massive, massive undertaking. Where do you start? What are the priorities? What's the, what's the first thing that you want to get working on? Well, right now we have our, uh, our leadership have appointed a transition committee 
to actually start dealing with all of those locals and regions to make sure that everything that they've done will be carried forward. That that'll that'll happen right away. Of course, the big first real big thing coming up will be um, our our leadership extended the current election of our leadership uh, from September 22 to September 2023. So now we need to have all the laws and everything into place to um, have that election in September of 2023. Uh, you know, all those things about how our people are elected, what are those codes of conduct, all of those kinds of things under that new um, new model of governance. So that's that's the, one of the big things that we have to have ready for September 2023. And it sounds like a long time, but really it's only about nine, ten months away. Yeah, no so question. We have a lot of work. And yeah. that will come up very, very quickly. Um, in terms of what the new constitution does, self-governance, those sorts of things, um, what are you optimistic about seeing change in terms of the way that the Métis Nation fits within the country and in terms of the relationship with the federal government? What are you hoping to see get better because of this? Well, you know, our, as, as Métis people, we are as proud of our European ancestry as our First Nation ancestry, and we work with everyone. We want to work with all governments, and now I think we'll be able to do that. But what we want to be able to do is design the uh, programs and services as an example. What will meet the needs of our community, not have to fit into what someone else believes is right for us. So we will have the autonomy to do that, to design um, programs and services, to have our people elected the way we want them to elect it, not how we have to do under the Societies Act, because our Constitution will be recognized federally where it should be. Um, and as you say, the timeline is to get the elections for September 23rd. But in terms of when you see this Constitution being in full effect and self-governance and all the things you're talking about, it's a, it's a living, breathing. It's going to be a process, right? Definitely, it is a process. I mean, every every constitution has an amendment clause in it mm. as to how you change things as you need to as you go along. And we certainly will be having lots more consultations with our citizens. Our citizens have been amazing in supporting this process since we finally got that recognition in 2019. Uh, so we've, um, you know, we've been able to work with so many citizens to help us get it as close as we can. We know there will need to be changes down the road, and that's fine. We have an amending formula as well. Uh, so we will expect to be out there with our in our communities, with the transition committee, with the law group, making sure that we continue to hear what they put forward. Um, Audrey, thank you so much for being here today. I really do appreciate your time. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.